0: There's no getting away from it that the UK is grim right now and nobody is portraying this in a sharper, more honest and funnier way than my guests on today's show, Sleaford Mods on Lost and Sound. you doing i'm paul hamford i'm a writer author and broadcaster i hope you're doing super super fantastic well if you're new here welcome to lost and sound this is the show where each episode we meet the musical innovators the outsiders the mavericks the artists that do their own unique thing and we talk about life and the things that inspire us to make the things that we make because great things don't come out of the hierarchy of knowledge they don't come out of being an edgelord they come out of sharing Previous guests have included Suzanne Chiani, Peaches, Jim O'Rourke, Chili Gonzalez, Ghost Poet, Cozy Funny Tootie, Nightmares on Wax and First and More. And today, Jason Williamson and Andrew Fern, collectively Sleaford Mods. So, yes, and we spoke just on the week that uh, their new album UK Grim is out now i've been living in berlin for five years now this five years exactly last week and brexit happening was definitely one of the big factors in me moving uh here um i am british but I can lose my sense of what it feels like to wake up and go to sleep every day in the UK. I mean, I see the news. I talk with friends and family back home a lot. And I feel this anger, this apathy and frustration that that is that is become... A staple of living in the UK because of the Tory government, a band of ruthless, heartless, self serving upper class criminals with absolutely no moral fibre or backbone whatsoever. They've been dismantling the country for years and years and years now, and it's just getting worse and worse. Criticism is getting more and more muted all of the time, um, particularly like in the last week, for example, there's been the whole furor about uh, the Gary Lineker episode at the BBC. But I'm not there. I'm not there to feel it in my bones the way I would be if I was living there. I live for it vicariously, and 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 consequently, it's it mutes being in a, a, a comparatively safer environment of Berlin. It mutes that feeling, that anger, that sort of in your bonus of what it's like to be there. And talking with Sleafords, it it reminded me, it it tapped me back in to feeling certain things that I hadn't felt, um, and it made me conscious of of thinking in a certain way. So thank you so much to the Sleafords for that. Um, The Sleafords have been telling it how it is since the mid-to-late noughties. Fern stripped down austere electropunk productions and Williamson's biting yet absurdly humorous lyrics and delivery have been capturing portraits of austerity era Britain culture and working class life for well over a decade. Their 2021 album Spare Ribs ignited the public imagination in a way that just caught the crest of the times, and it took the band to a whole new level in terms of recognition. To me, they've become elevated to the position of, of spokespeople, and and we talk about this about like how comfortable that feels for them during the conversation. This uh, what you're going to hear is a short and sweet interview. It's a little bit shorter than quite a bit shorter than a usual podcast conversation. Uh, they were doing several days of press junket at the time for the release of the album going straight from one interview to another and so i'm mega mega grateful and full of thanks to jason and andrew and rough trade for squeezing me in with my little podcast to speak to them in that time um we got into one the album uk grim is out now and this is what happened when i talked with Jason Williamson and Andrew Fern, aka Sleaford Mods. <laughs> Yay! He's here.
1: I've done it on my phone now, so. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because
2: it's just it's not working. So
1: sorry, yeah. Andrew's had a problem with his picture, so uh yeah.
0: Right. He's, he's back,
1: he's back <laughs> on his phone.
0: No worries. No. how's it how's it going? How are you doing? Good, you right?
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: really good. Yeah, all right. Awesome. And I mean, so you got the twelve hour it's the twelve studio album isn't it? Um, uh, well, coming seventh, out really. Seventh. Seven. Yeah. I mean, right. they're all, you
1: know, the ones before Andrew came on board uh, were obviously done in the studio, but um, these are, you know, album seven in, in the sense of, you know, uh, where, you know, where Sleepy most properly took off Defo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so does it feel, I mean, what she feels different from you from like the first, time you both work together like you know in terms of like personally or in terms of like the landscape around you
1: um well there's a lot changed, don't they you know what i mean uh you know lots of change lots of things have changed our personal situations have changed um a lot of it's personally uh i don't think a lot has changed dramatically uh in the greater landscape apart from the severity of uh you know uh bad policies from from the government mm. and um also, everything else, Brexit, God knows what, COVID. Uh, you know, lots of political landmarks, um, or you know, not landmarks. That's the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Mm. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff on the outside has changed, but um, yeah, pretty much quite a lot all around. I'd say, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, the album's called UK Grim, um, and do you feel that? Um, in terms of like sort of reflecting on britain and and the state of the uk at the moment um do you feel do you feel like sort of do you feel comfortable in that that sort of position of being like a spokesperson or is is it just like a natural thing that this is the world around you and that just comes out
1: yeah exactly that you
2: know
0: Mm.
1: you know there's a lot of people proclaiming to be spokespeople currently um a lot of people that are trying to jump onto that thing, but we just do it. This is how we've always we've always done it, you know. So we're not, you know, I don't want to, we're not spokespeople because we're not perfect and we don't give an entirely relatable message to everybody. And, you know, we're, we're, there are a lot of things we just don't know about, you know what I mean? It's mm. just, so, you know, we just talk about things around us, really. A lot of that, a lot of the time, just happens to be political. Everything's pretty much political these days. You just can't get away mm. from
0: it. And do, that, do you think there could be a bit of a, you know, like, like you're saying, it's like what's going on around you? And is there like a sort of bit of a danger in the kind of whole idea of the false prophets thing about people that do sort of like take that position of kind of owning the fact that, they, you know, I am being a spokesperson about this or that?
1: Uh, I don't think they kind of see themselves as being false, perhaps, you know. They, they, mm. they, they probably see themselves as contributing. Uh, I just... You just get a vibe. You just get vibe from some people that it's not entirely, it's not entirely truthful. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: people yeah. People are good always going
2: to take something out of context, yeah. uh, just to, just to sort of like get a, try and get a rise or have a go. You know? Yeah. Some people are not that bright either, are they? You know?
0: So. No, no. I <laughs> just... <laughs> like. I mean, yeah, because. But I mean, it's not talking about like taking stuff out of context as well. Like, you know, you've been, I think like since Spare Ribs, particularly like there's been a lot more like um attention on the band and it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like escalated the band up to like a much wider platform. And so you do get people that take things in different kinds of ways and stuff like that. Do you, do you have like personal filters for how you sort of like take on board other people's impressions of the band, like good or bad?
1: Um.
2: Not really. I mean, Andrew's better at that. You do, you do kind of fall into a certain a certain way of being, I suppose, to deal with it. You know, it's yeah. almost like, I feel anyway, you just sort of go on some sort of weird autopilot where, <laughs> you know, and I, I think probably a lot of celebrity type people do that as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, mm,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, very yeah. much so. You don't want people blowing smoke up your ass either, but you, you want yeah. people to... You, you can tell when someone's being a bit of a cunt, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. You, you can just think, tell straight away. Yeah, you,
1: know? you can. And also, it really does pay to ignore people. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, really, just just ignore them. Um, um, but sometimes it's hard, you know. It is. Sometimes, mm. sometimes they, they say things that are, you, you just have to, you can't help but rise to it, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's a tough one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I put my first book out last year and I had like the first review that came out of it was a really shit review. And it, it felt like, I, I felt like I was trying to get rid of some kind of smell out of me for about a day afterwards. Like I did, I was so surprised at like what kind of bad mood it put me into, you know? And I, yeah, uh, yeah. do you, do you think it gets easier with time to kind of deal with stuff like that? You know, like good stuff as well, you know, like when people kind of maybe a bit sycophantic or a bit up your ass
1: it's yeah. still annoying
2: there isn't it it's still like you still sort of think about what's the matter with that person mm. you kind yeah, of go through yeah. a sort of uh, you kind of feel sorry for them because they seem a bit fucked up and then you start to think they're a cunt at the same time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's
1: just you can't it's, the, this game's it's, it's a it. real person
2: isn't it, you, know, you, yeah, do, it is. you can't you feel rude you feel a bit you rude do, you just do, to, you do, just you to ignore the them Mm, you can't,
1: man. you know, they, uh, Andrew nailed it there, the real people. So you might have a lot of negative thoughts towards them, but they're a person at the end of the day. And sometimes it pays not to be mean or cruel because it can really upset people, regardless of whether they're being pretentious or insincere, mm. you know. Uh, but you can't, it's a fucking fine line. It, this game's full of them. It, it's full of them. Sometimes they just need... You just need slapping, but you can't do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't do that well, it's shit It's like you know. on
2: social media, for example. It's a bit like when you're a kid and you deal with the bully or someone like that, you know, and you, you, you say the wrong thing and then later on you think of something really cool that you could have said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you're you walking you along the street a week later and you're like, yes, yes I should have like, said that. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. Have been really clever and less offensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely definitely i mean i don't think i ever sort of say the right thing like off the cuff you know it's always right. like in hindsight uh, that's and it stuff. yeah and like w- with the amount of kind of uh ex- did you feel this time going into record that there was um more expectation to deliver something or you know is, or does that just like not matter is just the, the sort of creative process take over and then whatever's going on outside just doesn't matter
1: Yeah. um, Well,
0: yeah. You
2: know, I mean, there's obviously a there's obviously a bit of pressure to sort of, you know, keep it as strong, uh, maybe up the ante in some ways. But I guess you know, you try and put that out of your mind and just yeah,
1: yeah,
2: make make the album. You know, makes just you know.
1: I think it's It's the the... actual fact that people expect it that makes you resentful. (laughs) So. You kind of that energy I kind of use because it makes me not care what they think. It's like I'll do what mm. I'll do what I'll do with this. Andrew will do what he'll do with it. Mm. You know, that's it. Um, yeah, you know, we're st- you know, that, we're still we're doing we're doing good stuff here that a lot of people aren't matching. I can't see it. You know, mm. and you know, I don't pride myself on that. But it's like if you want to get down to the nitty gritty of it, we've we've got a. We've got a, a, a bulletproof formula that's still, you know, not not many people are getting there, you know. So mm. it's what can you do? You know, it's like we're proper musicians. We're, we're none of this bullshit. We just like we like it for what the creative aspect of it. You know, we always have done, uh, mm. and I think that's why we we we've stayed together in it, and, and it's become more successful because we think about it in a creative sense. Um, Yeah. And that in itself ensures that whatever we do next time will touch wood be very interesting, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And what what is the sort of starting point for the creative process with you both when you you go into start an album? Just ongoing, really,
2: you know. It doesn't really stop, you know, Mm. you know, apart from lockdown, we've kind of done an album every year and yeah. You know, there's little things that the get you know like more and mindy i made the music on a pocket operator when we were on tour mm. you know and jason started doing a few a few the chorus line from it then you know and then it wasn't like probably like another six months until we actually recorded it no so this is it, it you know that staying in the in the moment i suppose you know yeah i think so what's different is- to us than a lot of bands is that they've you know, they go into the studio and they make an album, and then they all go, and, <laughs> they go on holiday for four months. Yeah, come back. I don't know what. The yeah, is, I mean, no, you know. But we don't do it like that, you know. No, We're we don't. That kind of operation. So it's it's
1: it's a it's a case of is music so uh, addictive, uh, you know? Whatever he sends over is is instantly uh, likable. That I have to, you know, immediately think about it mm. uh, and, and you know that, that's great you can do it anywhere you know obviously he just sends it over yep. and, I, and I'm just barking around in the hotel room or wherever <laughs> and it, 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 really? um, there's no pressure because we normally start early like six seven you know we'll probably start it'll probably start flinging me things over mm. around late summer or you know oh I've got this I found this you know uh, and, and that will start that will start it again you know what I mean
0: mm. and like when when you finish so like you know like, when did you finish this album
1: um we finished it um god um
2: uh, well when was the last session August
1: August yeah August
2: mm, one, yeah it yeah. was we yeah, like last year we booked a, you know we booked some sessions in to get together and record it you know which were like yeah. four days in a row yeah um and there was you know three or four of those were not there through the last year and then the last yes. one was, was in october and then that was it you know it's pretty much yeah 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 I mean, you know, we, we, we slowed down a bit but when we we used to like get together and do like two or three tracks in a day mm.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. So indeed. does you so like with the album kind of coming out now and is because there's a little bit of a period of time do you, does it always does it feel still current to you or do you feel like you're kind of going back to something that you did like last summer? Um, right. What do
1: you, what do you mean exactly?
0: Like I don't know. Like I think, like when I speak with a lot of artists, it's like you know, when the album comes out, there's always this delay between you know making it and it coming out. So mm. does it feel like you have to kind of go back into the world a bit of where you're at at the time to kind of think and talk about it, or or is it just like like you said, part of the kind of the c- continuum of what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I think you do a bit because you have to mm. go back, and it's like we were saying to the last guy, um, mm. you know, it, uh, having been interviewed. Doing press for the album uh, helps you understand the album more. You know what I mean, and, and why yeah. why you wrote lyrics the way you did, perhaps. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's, it's the same with you, Andrew. Uh, does it make you understand why you did what you did? But I don't. I, I don't think you have to understand why you did what you did. You just do it, don't you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, mm. again, it was, it's all quite. Um, you know, it's all created quite instantly, isn't it? As well, mm. you know, so. I, I, unlike a lot of bands you know like if you're a four or five piece band you've got to lay down all these parts and it's a lot more labored than what we do so mm, mm. we have to, we have a lot more freedom in um you know creating things more instantly you know obviously mm. they, they worked on a bit more now but it's still you know that was what was a, that was what was good about it you know it was it was just it was uh Quite instantly create. Yes. You know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's part, yeah. that's part of the energy of the music, I think, you know
0: yeah yeah it definitely comes across and i mean also like what i really love i mean always about the music that you've done but i mean particularly on this new album is like how funny it is quite a lot of the time and like i mean i've been living in berlin for five years and like i mean I, i i love it here but like one of the thing the one of the only things that i'm actually proud of about being english is banter like banter and tea bags and like literally nothing, (laughs) nothing else at all. And um, like, you know, and it's, it's really hard to explain sometimes to, to sort of, friends here like and I know it sounds a bit stereotypical but like just in terms of generally the way people can be a bit different in different places that how humour can be really serious at the same time you know and yeah, and, yes. I, I, yeah. and like particularly like sort of like the lyrics about Santa Claus with a bag of chips you know it's yeah. just to me that's like serious and really funny at the same time yeah. you know and uh, you know I mean I wanted to know about humour for you guys you know how how important is it as a way to kind of uh, you know can you be really serious and funny at the same time
2: i think i think uh, it's a british identity completely. yes it is you know, yeah. like we, we yeah. laugh we laugh at serious things all the time do you know what i mean <laughs> it's it's how british people cope with things i think
1: i think mm. yeah it's uh you can't and it's also a resilience it's also a refusal to be completely absorbed with fear because mm. you know you get the impression a lot of time that's what that's what it's intended to do it's you know, yeah. the news, anything, anything. Any yeah. any chance they can get to try and install fear into you is. Um, and I know that's yeah. a, a little bit of a conspiracist kind of approach to it, but I think it's true. it's it's just like no. Um, so, it's, as Andrew said, it's the, the humour is really important, and I think the humour conveys the horror more so than just trying to trying to be a fucking trying to be
2: Marilyn Manson about it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Definitely, is it in reality, doesn't it? You know, yeah, Mm.
2: yeah,
0: yeah. And there's a lot of things that are really funny that you kind of laugh. I think we laugh at, but we're not actually laughing in a funny way. It's more like sort of acknowledging the horror of something with someone and sharing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure
2: goes back in British history. You know, a long way. You know, I think that's yeah, Yeah. peasant humor.
0: (laughs) Yeah and like and like with with calling the up u k grimm as well and like do you i mean do what where, where do you see are there any sort of like pinpricks of hope in 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 like the in politics or you know is there any sort of way through that you can kind of see
1: um i mean well again you you have to ask yourself what do you want from a political party <clears throat> Um, well, I don't want anything from a political party personally because I'm financially, I'm all I'm, I'm all right now. But um, but what I want from a political party is to be able to help those that need it the most. <clears throat> mm. And so the Conservatives aren't going to do that, clearly. So are, are this new centrist Labour Party going to do that? Um, it, it, Keir Starmer seems to be more aware of people's plight, but I don't know if this is all just... You know, chamber guff. You know, just to make him look good. But uh, again, that's mm. a very cynical point of view because I do believe he's a better person than any of the conservative leaders are. But mm. um, you know, he's still very much married to the system. We all are, but he believes a lot in the constructs. In he believes in the aristocracy. He believes in the royal family, which are the same thing, I guess. But he believes in the the processes of uh, of of the state. Of the idea of being patriotic, which is is quite it's not worrying, but it kind of is really you know what i mean so mm. so it'd be it'll be interesting or well, not interesting, but it it, it will, <clears throat> it's gonna be it's gonna be quite a thing to watch where it goes really,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, I think we just need to get on with it as well you know exactly again, yes if you look yeah. at American politics, democracy being centric politics you know and every year every year they say they're going to do these things they're going to set up Obamacare or whatever or 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 you know or give veterans money and, and things like that you know and then they don't do it you know these this is this is the things right I mean it just yeah, really yeah mm-hmm. centric politics is fine but you need to just do the things that you say you're going to do and mm, the problem yeah, with, sure. with the Tories is they're just wasting more time you know Wandering about being toffs and not really actually <coughs> doing—we're not even on page yet with the Tories. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. You know, we're, yeah. Nowhere, we're nowhere. We're just still living in the
0: eighties.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know. Show.
0: Well, it feels like eighties part two, doesn't it? Like yeah. the Yeah, the, the I mean, yeah. In a lot of respects, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, respect, is pretty bad.
0: Yeah, and, and obviously. And I, I mean, do you feel like it's kind of created like a just sort of? And I think the other thing, and like again, I'm an outsider now. I've not lived in Britain for five years, so it's almost like I, I feel like I have to, you know, chat with friends a lot to even get a kind of impression of of stuff. But mm-hmm. I do get this impression that there's a lot of, um, like the apathy's got so deep now. You know, in mm-hmm. you know, do do you feel like you know what I mean? It Are feels you like, like doing
2: Zoom counseling with people. <laughs>
0: yeah but i just sound like a twat from berlin who says like yeah man just go just go to burghain it's fine you'll find yourself so it's i what i think is like irrelevant in that situation is is, (laughs) um but like you know i mean what do you do you feel like this sort of do you think people could be doing more themselves aside from politics or does that get into this whole horrible russell brand (coughs) kind of world of of like you know Politics, I think everything's got a bit of a bit of a bit of truth to it,
2: you know. What I mean, maybe he's a bit too far the other way, but I think, mm. yeah, people could be, you know. I mean, that's the problem, isn't it? People just need to pull together mm. and think about what they can do as well, you know. Uh, um, it's, it's hard when you when you broke, isn't it? You know, I remember yeah. when I was in, smoking roll-ups and you know having nothing but a pack of tobacco. Yeah, you know, mm. that was. That was all I had, you know, and I couldn't see a future for myself at all, you know. Yeah. So it's quite h- hard to ask people to do things when they're in a bit of a hole, you know. Mm. Did you
1: mention Russell Brand? You did, didn't you?
0: I did, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Sorry, what was the context of the
0: question again? um wherever you feel like going off from about russell brand really um but well, yeah I, he, I guess he was, was,
1: he, was pictu- he was pictured with uh, uh trump jr the other day wasn't he was he yeah Ooh. so what the fuck's all that about it's like it's, it's, he's hanging around in those circles and he's also tweeting pictures of you know robot dogs whole legions of robot dogs in warehouses going what are they up to you know fuck <laughs> off. just fuck off who cares? You know, that. if they're going to come and fucking eat me, then they're going to come and eat me. If they're going to come and mangle me up, then so be it. Fuck off. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I think, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, what Andrew was saying was really sort of definitely about like, um, yeah, if, if about you know he's sort of talking about rollies there as well and, and like you know if if um uh, and talking about apathy basically you know is yeah. it if, if could people be doing more but then it's again it's like if we haven't people haven't got much why should they do more i guess
2: that's it you know I well mean, yeah
0: yeah you're kind of
2: underclass when you're unemployed you're not even
1: you're not even working class so you're not even
2: working class you just you know <laughs> just, and just that's true. kind I'm of sure where i was, it, was you know. yeah yeah
1: yeah.
2: Um. And you, you just don't listen. You know what I mean. You just live in your own little world, and you don't want to know because they're all talking a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So you
2: stick yeah. to your music and your roll-ups.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, kind of knowing how many rollies you've got left to last for a couple of days or whatever, as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that was me, Paul Hamford, talking with. Andrew Fern and Jason Williamson aka Sleaford Mods for Lost and Sound podcast thank you so much Jason and Andrew for chatting there thank you so much Rough Trade for for arranging that uh, the new album UK Grimm is out on Rough Trade it was released on March the 10th and uh thanks everyone for listening to that I hope you enjoyed that um I definitely went away after that thinking in a, in a way that I'd perhaps forgotten about 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 England, being in, in this kind of bubble of, of Berlin that I'm grateful to be in and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. Thanks to ESO for doing the music for the show. Lost and Sound is presented and produced by me, Paul Hanford, and a little reminder, my book, Coming to Berlin, Global Journeys into a Club Culture and Electronic Music Capital is available now on Velocity Press. I hope you're having a fucking lovely day. I hope you have, like, the best dinner Today that you've had in a long 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 time and take care and I'll see you soon